thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting. To wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. You don't Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Clock Epilepticus, with test subject Micah B. The salty, slightly cynical account of Micah's shocking diagnosis with epilepsy. The synaptic jolts that shorts circuited his world and efforts to rewire his mind and create a new life. Oh, and he's going to have brain surgery. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. Hello, hello, thanks for joining us once again here on Seizure Salad. I'm Micah B-Side, your host. Today, we're continuing our conversation with Claudia from Craniosacral Therapy. It's like you just ran a marathon, but you did it in, in like a minute and a half. Right. Yeah. How long do the grand mal seizures last? I think the longest one lasted five minutes. Usually lasts between two and four minutes about, which is a pretty lengthy yeah. amount of time. Yeah. They usually yep. say if it goes longer than five, definitely call 911. Well, I'm thinking about, yeah, um, you know. If an earthquake goes over a minute, that's a big deal. Um, <laughs> you know? um, so that's all very, very interesting to me. Um, anything else you want to tell me about what it's like? Um, is there anything you can do? Like, say the smell comes on. Is there anything that you can do to head it off, or is it just coming? Once, once you get to a point... Mm-hmm. Just the thing is, you got to get yourself to a safe place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It, once that smell hits, it's pretty much it's too late to, to mitigate the situation. Is there any other thing that's maybe before the smell that is subtle that that lets you know that you're in you're in the path of the storm? Um, you know what? And that's that's something I'm starting to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all kind of. I'm I'm realizing over this past year why they're calling it the discovery phase. We're right. Learning, we're learning my triggers. We're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, we're learning the little little body cues. Um, mm-hmm. I notice like if if the butterflies are coming, um, and I'm noticing like oh this doesn't quite feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, then I know to take certain steps to to change my position in the situation. If I mm-hmm. can't change the situation itself, then I make, I'm, I make an escape plan, so to speak. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I know, I know for a fact that my epileptic seizures, one of the big triggers for me, um, and it, it's for a lot of people with epilepsy is the lights, um, light patterns, pulsing light patterns. Right. And I know blue LED patterned lights are particularly the blue ones for me. For some reason, I know to avoid those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 
I had a housemate who played like um, the PS5, the newer video games, mm-hmm. and he played with his daughter online. And uh, there were some games I knew. It was like I'm not going out into the living room until mm-hmm. he's done with his mm-hmm. session, you know, mm-hmm. with his mm-hmm. father-daughter session. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can play Mario Kart still. I can, you know, Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. I can bowl. But mm-hmm. um, so I, I'm learning those little things. I've mm-hmm. learned for, you know, case in point, I, I know that if I overexert myself or if I don't have enough um, juice in the morning or if I don't mm-hmm. balance, you know, mm-hmm. my diet properly, mm-hmm. these are all things that I didn't think about when I was younger mm-hmm. um, or prior to this mm-hmm. because I didn't have to, I guess, you know. Doctors are always telling me, hey, you're fine. No worries. Mm-hmm. All, you know, levels mm-hmm. are all great. And it is. I mean, I when they took my vitals and I got all my f- fluid levels back and everything, I'm, I'm in pretty damn good shape. You know, there's, yeah, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing in my charts or anything that would suggest I need to drastically change something. So it's not a dietary thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's staying in the moment with a basic level of balance with probably blood sugar and Mm -hmm. it's, um, right. So it's um, that level. It's maintaining that level. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you can have a blood test at any given time and it would show everything's fine. But in that moment <laughs> when you're vulnerable, that's where things, you know, um, I had a, a healthcare practitioner once that compared me to a triumph, um, you know, a car that is high performance, does really well, um, is beautiful. Not that that is the case, but it's a nice thing to, um, to be compared to, right? A Porsche or a Triumph, but particularly with a Triumph um, or any of those British cars that are so fun, MG, they need a lot of tinkering. So you <laughs> right. could turn out, you could leave the garage and be fine, but something just goes a little haywire and the whole car is like, you know, sputtering and having trouble. And I think that, that for some people, the way they're wired, um, that's a really good analogy that, you know, you're just someone that, you know, you got to keep your toolkit nearby, <laughs> you know, you got to make sure that the um, oils change and everything's always right. Um, and just because you just had a fix and you're driving away from the repair place doesn't mean that something isn't going to go wrong. And, um, but when it's working, it's working great. You know? Yeah. So, That's a great analogy. Um, That's a yeah. great analogy. So, um, so something that just always has to be tinkered with. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And maybe it's worth it because it's a triumph. Um, <laughs> anyway. I love those cars. I wanted one for so long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, closest I ever got was a Fiat Spider, which was a lot of fun, I have to say. But oh, that would anyway. Um, sweet. Italians, too. The, the Italian cars, yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 They're, they're very similar. But yeah, um, actually, of course, would probably be a better car to have. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably just a little bit better as far as, you know. Um, Okay, so what were you were about to say something? I think I and I completely forgot. That's one of the other things is the memory issues with it. Mm. Yeah, the memory issues. I mean, it's a constant battle with. Um, I've never been. I've never been a fan of of pharmaceuticals. You know, yeah. and I hate being reliant on that. And 
Um, it's been a battle, and I've been very clear with my my providers about that. So there's a little back and forth with some. So what's the hang up with that? <laughs> For me, yeah, yeah. Um, part of it, part of it, probably the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no, a lot of it was the way I was raised, oh, and okay. and just my personal views on it. Um, seeing what it does to to some people, mm-hmm. um, and and it's it's actually been been kind of fortified over my personal experience over the last two years. Right. The, the roundabouts, I'm not going to name names, but there was the, the first neurologist that, that started treating me just, there was really nothing, a quick MRI and boom, just threw me on a whole bunch of Keppra. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's a thing called Keppra rage. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost punched out an ER yeah. doctor and I'm a really, I'm not an angry guy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there was really not, there's part of it that this is one of the things that that people with seizure disorders go through. There's there's a certain element in the neurology, scientific medical mm-hmm. um, community that it, it they just go by the books, you mm-hmm. know, and they mm-hmm. they go by the, the here this will do that this this will take mm-hmm. care of the T two and the T three and this will do this and this will do that. By the way, you're probably going to have continuous diarrhea. Um, you might have suicidal thoughts and massive mood swings. Oh, you're going to be in a constant fog all day and you might not be able to work, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things like that. It's like, you know what? The epilepsy is bad enough and yeah. you get to a point. And I said this in one of my, pre- I said this in one of my previous, um, episodes, you get to a point where it's like, you know what? This, I would mm-hmm. rather have a couple of grandmas every month and mm-hmm. be able to like live, mm-hmm. you know, not feel like a walking zombie. Mm-hmm. I would, I would rather do that than have to be on these drugs that mm-hmm. if I didn't, if I didn't have the coverage for it, I, mm-hmm. it would break me. I mean, mm-hmm. these, these drugs are like 70 bucks a pill. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah you're on some pretty, um, you're not on the standards, <laughs> you know? No, and I've already, yeah. And I've already worked through them. I'm, I'm, unfortunately I'm one of those, one of those people and the genetic type of epilepsy I have tends mm-hmm. to uh, be this way from what the specialist tells me. Um, I'm one of those people who has what's called a honeymoon period with mm-hmm. the majority of these drugs. Mm-hmm. It'll work for a little while. It's like, yeah. great, it's working. And yeah. then my body gains a tolerance and bam, you know, yeah. I'm right back to where I was. So I'll disclose that I have bipolar disorder um, and I treat that. Um, it's very common to treat that with anticonvulsants because mm-hmm. it turns out that um, that um, probably a lot of people with epilepsy do have bipolar disorder and they didn't know it because the, the anti-epileptics were working for the bipolar. Um, and so, um, but for me, you know, I'm, I'm on very small guns compared to what you're talking about. Um, but Lamictal and, and, um, Trileptal have not had really any significant side effects at all. And I've been able to be on them for years. Um, so, um, so I don't experience that fuzziness that you're talking about. Um, and I'm not saying you don't, I'm just saying I really, for your audience, want to make sure that um, we talk about medication as something that is a tool 
It's not the only tool. Um, and for some people it's necessary, um, and not be like, I think a lot of times people get to be afraid to go in to see a neurologist or get to be, get afraid to get a diagnosis or, or to try a medicine, um, because they've heard that somehow they're like selling out the universe to, to buy something from a pharmaceutical company. And, you know, um, that may or may not be the case, but you know, if you're going to buy stuff from Amazon, you may as well not be too worried about some of your other moral choices. Um, but, um, you know, I just feel like I just want to have a little bit of softness around that topic so that people don't feel like they've somehow failed if they need medicine. And you you make a really good point. And I, I do want to back up and apologize there because I did approach that a little harshly. Um, yeah. and, and I, I did want to follow up with, there are, how do I put it? There, there is a certain level of acceptance that I've had to develop. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. we've actually found a drug that has minimal side effects. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of the newer ones. It's called Vimpat and, Mm -hmm. um, what is the other name for it? Lacosamide or something like that. Yeah, um, I don't know. It, Either way, whether it's the generic or the or the um, brand name, they're like, who comes up with this stuff? Who comes up? Anyway, with this stuff? right. Well, and you know, there was there's question and there's doubt and there's there's fear and being raised by mountain hippie folk. It's like, yeah, yeah. you have this this you know this yeah, I don't know pills. Mm. Um, yeah. But that kind of saved me in the early days when my mom was like, no, he doesn't have ADHD. No, right. I'm not. Right. So that, you know, that would have been a bad thing for you. Yeah. Right. Um, that, that saved me in the well, early days. But the, when I found out when we went into the sleep study and they took me when I, when that Vimpat got out of my system and I had one of the biggest grandma seizures I've had to date and they were able to capture it and they mm-hmm. were like, bam. And that, mm-hmm. that kind of confirmation right there. And it made, made me realize, um, that, you know what? Yeah you've got it you've got it and and as nasty as some of these other drugs the adjuncts Mm -hmm. they're putting you on the vimpad is working like it's not working entirely i'm still having petite malls and i'll still occasionally get a big one Mm -hmm. but but if i wasn't on something if Mm -hmm. i wasn't on something Mm -hmm. i'd go right back to where i was and having seizures every night. Um, I want to come back to this night thing, um, but in a minute, but first I want to know is what do they say about the potential for long-term damage that might be done by having repeated seizures? Is that even an issue or is it just you're, you have a seizure, it's over and um, you're good, except you're not really bills. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck off what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon. Seizure Salad, Foster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. High-resolution MRI image of Micah's brain provided by the Rockstar Lab Techs at UC Health Neurology in Denver. 
follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, unexpect the expected and remember that it's all in your head. You ever had a grand mal seizure in gym class at Whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? Fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up. Never let up because the fall is just a setup now to get up. Regret will never get the better of me with the sawed off. When I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my writer's block off. And if my eyes glaze and my knees drift south, and you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth, I take MasterCard and Visa for my risk rewards. I'm not biting my tongue. Why don't you bite yours? It's all too much.